This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast, branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat sweat stain resistant. It... It literally feels like it cools your head. Like, I don't know amazing. how it's possible. Somehow know. it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. <laughs> no, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. I've been, um, I've been gathering. Hmm. Um, videos clips of bigfoot that i find on instagram oh like ones that i think possibly could be real we're gonna i'm gonna gather them all up from like a couple months we're gonna go through them and we're gonna figure out <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna figure this out well, all right is okay. it if he's real or what he's packing both okay so you're gonna have to teach him how to screen record yeah no he tried remember well, I didn't want to, he, has, he needs to download the widget. Uh, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I don't need to do that. I've just been saving them that I find on Instagram. Some of them obviously fake. Helen Keller could see that they're fake. Yeah. Some of them, though, never know. If this is your first Analyze. time listening to America's Diesel Podcast, just know that uh, the tangents are frequent. Listen, I've had a Bigfoot infatuation <laughs> for quite a long time. All right, we live in the Pacific Northwest. This is home ground. It's true. Long like Red Rocket or no? <laughs> that is a question. Scientists have not explored that question thoroughly enough, I do not believe. 
And if there is a large <laughs> creature out there, or large roaming around, like, a large three-legged creature, <laughs> like the stud. Yeah. You guys go straight to, you guys go straight to, to penis. All right. <laughs> all right. We're talking about Sasquatch. I mean, it's not. Listen, it's I understand like, it's a question that has not been posed yet. All right. About his member size. All right. Let's. I'm, I'm gathering evidence. All right. And we can analyze it together. Analyze it. You will analyze it with your boxers with a hole in the back. So we just got off a uh, Instagram live session, and uh, someone said that the I I got it right here. Yeah, pull it up or read it here. I will, yeah, I'll, I'll, I got it. It's Ben having your flannel buttoned up that far makes you look like you wear your boxers with the dick hole in the back. Full disclosure: I've never. <laughs> Never heard that Never heard that, that before. That is a great one. And as a response, first off, like I, I have, you could roast the shit out of me. It's fine. I love it because nine times out of ten, I'll come back with some yeah. some savage shit. See, yeah, he'll come back with it immediately. Three days will pass by, and I'll come back with something, and I'm already <laughs> too late. But the, uh, I think my shirt is per- like appropriately buttoned. Like I see nothing wrong with it. <laughs> And that's I'm like, is it? <laughs> you start questioning your. Maybe it's just the way that my flannel is built. Like I have, there is quite the gap in between. Actually, that's kind of a normal gap in between buttons. I think it's just the size of the button that makes it look. Maybe I don't know, man. Yeah. Buttons on the wrong side, maybe. No, this is this is a man's shirt. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Well, let's get this intro out of the way now that we've talked about nothing to do with trucks. I think it's two news. This is Ben and Todd from America's Diesel Podcast coming to you from Spokane, Washington. Bigfoot's HQ. HQ, I guess. Yeah. Where he goes to see his doctor about his downstairs area, which we're going to find out, apparently. <laughs> you can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere to listen to podcasts. Find us on the best searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, make sure and check out our Facebook group. Uh, we do have a group that is rapidly growing. Uh, just search on Facebook. It's uh, America's Diesel Podcast dash the group. Uh, there are three questions that you have to answer to get in. There are many right answers. There are also many wrong answers. They are all approved or denied by me. Uh, I'm doing my best I can to keep the bots and people that don't actually listen to the podcast out. Because I want to make sure that folks that are in there, because things do get a little spicy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. 
It's a good reason, good thing though. But uh, that's the best place to have the conversations, get the threads going, talk a little bit of smack, post some pictures, have a good time. So make sure and check that out if you feel up to it, Tyler Reviews. Oh yeah, keep those reviews coming in. We are moving up in the ranks and we greatly appreciate every single one of you that leaves one. Leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned. Screenshot that review. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a decal to. It looks just like the logos on our hats. If you need parts for diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. If you see the Quick Shop logo, Quick Ship logo, it's in stock, ready to rock. If you have questions, call us. Talk to a sales technician. Well, don't, don't call us. Maybe call us. I don't know. Talk to a sales tech. They'll get you an answer probably faster than me and Tyler can. Uh, Tyler and I used to be on these sales calls, but uh, we have since moved on to other things inside the company. Uh, I'm not saying we're unreachable, but if you need to get an answer quick, I would uh, talk to the sales technicians. Um, They're on the phones 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Make sure and let them know your podcast listener. You receive absolutely nothing monetarily. Uh, However, it does let the guys upstairs know that uh, we're not down here just drinking beer, farting around. But... uh, doing all the above and uh, it's correlating to sales because yeah. money makes the world go round. Yep. And uh, I do want to give a special thank you to uh, all the, all of you listeners that have actually placed orders with us. Yeah. Um, I know this particular episode is probably coming out in late January, possibly early February. Um, but uh, we had our, our final end of the year meeting, um, which a lot of companies do uh, at the, like about a week ago. And uh, you guys have showed up big time. Yeah, I want you guys to keep showing up. Um, I greatly appreciate all you guys spending your hard-earned money with these power products, and I hope that uh, we're giving you a good buying experience. And um, the the one thing that I can offer you guys, as far as uh, since you're not getting any money off by being a podcast listener, and some of you have taken advantage of it. I want to say taken like you have, like when you have issues with an order because not all orders going to go and everyone's going to go perfect, but that's where I step in. Yeah, that's where. It, and if you're a podcast listener, oh fuck, bud. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying like uh, it's pretty much like good to go move the mountains, but uh, I, if I play favorites, I'll, yeah. I'll always say that I play favorites. <laughs> yeah, but if you're a podcast listener and I see like there's possibly like a shipping delay or something like that, or <clears> I, <throat> I get eyes need to be on your order, I get in there, I, I step on toes. If there's something, I steamroll other yeah. people. I'm like, nope, this is it. This is going there. This is going that. Yeah. Just do it. If it's within our means to be able to get something done, we will do everything in our power to make sure it gets done. Yeah, we have a we have a separate line of communication between uh, the back of the house. We just kind of we just kind of show up. Things just kind of make happen. I show up. I bring a sticky note. Yeah, I say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and I should get you some like monogrammed sticky notes, like from the desk of Tyler Lucas. Yeah, congratulations, you've received a sticky note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. That's what we should just send people when they put their name on an order. You receive a sticky note from Tyler's desk. Yeah. Might have some random dude's phone number on it. I don't know. Might be snot. Might, yeah, might. Sticky notes are multi-use. Multi-use. So let's get this podcast on the road. Um, so this episode, and it feels like we've come across this a lot more lately. I know Corey has talked to one of them. The third voice you hear on here is Corey is a sales tradition, also the uh the man behind the scenes here at the podcast. Um but uh it seems like there are a lot of shops out there that shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Like bad practices, but also working on trucks that they have no business touching. Yeah. I could agree with that. Or just just taking advantage of people. Yeah. And that, that gets me, that gets me more, I, you know what? I'm not sure what gets me more fired up. The folks that like, 
for example, we're going to dive into it more, but start working on a 7.3 and have no idea what Huey is. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the person who, you know, just tries to flat out take advantage of someone. Because the, I assume the, the take advantage of someone, that's like normal practice, so they just do that to everybody. Right. And I'm not saying like you shouldn't skew, screw over Huey guys, but like take it on that truck and be like, oh yeah, we know what we're doing. And you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. So let's go over some of these scenarios real quick here. Let's do it. I want to talk about the seven three one because I'm a seven three guy. Beer has not hit my lips yet. I'm yeah. here. Okay, feel better. You feel much feel better okay. now. Got my All barley right. juice. So, and Corey, you're gonna have to help me on this one a little bit because uh, you talked to him a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. So, give us the the kind of the, the the premise. So the the first issue was the guy had no idea what he was doing when he installed it uh i forget the year uh but it was a h pop he was installing on his own and it was it was a super duty i remember that it was super duty yeah, yeah. um but he installed the h pop and had hard start issues uh took it to a shop and the shop just deemed the h pop bad brand new h pop and uh i think it was a cnc fab h pop too if i recall correctly I think so. Basically, a high-pressure oil or pump. Or full force, one of the two. One of the two that has like a no failure rate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the DOA just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. it's it's few and far between. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen an H-pop DOA out of, you know, any of the ones that we have. But yeah. um, so he asked us to call the shop, and I did. And it was it was actually pretty appalling. <laughs> you were you were on the line, too, just kind of listening in. and Yeah. I initially asked, like, you know, how, how did you come to terms with H-Pop being bad? And pretty much they just said they plugged in their computer and said, oh, the H-Pop is bad. Red flag number one. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot do that yeah. on a 7.3. But <laughs> with most vehicles, we're not even talking just diesel. There's really no scan tool out there that's just going to, you're just going to plug in and be like, oh, bad. It just doesn't. Uh there's that Listen, one there's code a, on the third gen that is you, you mean second gen second gen yes which but <laughs> yeah okay that, that yes there's the one but it most every other vehicle yeah. it's not it's not going to happen no. a scan tool is is there to give the technician an idea on where the issue is a uh, occurring you could have an issue with you could have a, a code for a, a map sensor but it could be a feeling issue. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it it just gives them an idea on what area of the truck is sensing the issue. And then you have to further diagnose. It's not going to just tell you, oh, you need to replace injector number five. Also, you need to replace the uh, band in the transmission on, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not going to do that. It, it's, it's just, it's, it's there as a tool to help the tech which is then supposed to have the knowledge to be able to interpret that knowledge and then make an educated decision based on also other tests to fix the vehicle. Yeah, and I think the the biggest takeaway from what you just said right there is in the very beginning, you get a code for a map sensor. Yeah. What we're going to if if maybe you're listening to this because you're you're trying to find a shop for your diesel or something like that and maybe you you've never hooked up a scan tool or anything like that. So, and you may have heard that I've got a code for this. I got a code sensor. I got a yeah. code for this. And it's you you don't get a code that says <clears throat> map sensor. I will it's, say though some some OB, like OBD2 style uh scan tools will give you a com will give you common problems. 
-hmm. like if it's like hooked up to wi-fi some of them will give you common you know solutions to that code yeah but it's just going off of a database saying oh a person got this code replaced this it fixed it that doesn't mean it's happening the same things happen or they might recommend you know next diagnosis do this yeah um but when when someone says i got a code for a map sensor basically what that is saying is the scan tool is hooked up to the truck and a code saying manifold air pressure sensor and what that means is the manifold air pressure sensor, your map sensor, your boob sens- boost sensor, your boob <laughs> sensor. <laughs> First off, you need two boob sensors, right? Yeah, there okay. be two. We don't want no uniboob here. Yeah. We need two boob sensors. Two boob sensors. <laughs> but it's pressure basically... Pressure and temperature. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a drive pressure? Can we do a drive pressure on there? <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh, you could do a... Uh, some some uh, DPF sensors on there to to test fullness. Yeah, yeah. maybe an ambient. ambient yeah, <laughs> just to help All you decide. It. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good tangent. <laughs> Who doesn't like boobs? Boobs, boobs are tight, man. I love boobs. <laughs> uh, but the, it's basically saying like the map sensor or the computer is reading the map sensor and it's saying, "Yo." something ain't right like that's the best way i can put it it's like hey look at me hey yeah and and that's like the most rudimentary way to think of it now later model cars and higher tech scan tools you can dive deeper into that you can read the voltage at the sensor you can read what the sensor's reading and then make your determination if maybe there's something else going on but usually it's like you get a map sensor code and then okay and then you have like a laundry list of codes after that yeah and then you clear all the codes start the truck or something like that it's like ding 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 ding. and you start saying like well those all those sensors couldn't be bad no you're right you may very well just have a massive boost leak yeah and it's like the first thing that hit it was was the map sensor. And right. it's going to throw off fueling. Yeah. It's going to throw off your exhaust temperature. It's going to throw off all this other. Just start yeah, throwing some, it down the line. And some codes are a, what they call a two-trip fault. So it has mm-hmm. to happen like two times in a row for it to throw a code for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like if it was a boost leak, obviously that map sensor is going to be right there. It's the first thing that's going to measure it. And it's go okay, this is off. And then you cycle the key, start it up again, and then it might start throwing a fueling issue because now the ECM isn't seeing the right amount of boost. It's not feeling correctly per per that sensor. So it's a, mm. but again, just like you said, even on newer trucks, they can look deeper, but that's only as good as the person looking at it. Exactly. Because if they don't know what they're looking at, they'll be like, oh, looks good to me. It's moving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, then what's it reading? Because yeah. there, there are basically three things with a sensor. A sensor can tell you, ah, Something's wrong. Yeah. Ah. And when they say something's wrong, it doesn't mean, oh, too high, too low. It just means I'm, you know, sometimes I might tell you that, but for the most part, it's just like, I'm supposed to be reading like X and I'm getting Z. Yeah. Or I'm getting not X. Yeah. And it's up to you to like, okay, well, I can read the voltage of the sensor. Okay. The sen- it's it's oscillating. It's doing something. And I can read what the sensor is telling the computer as far as like a boost number or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, again, it's up to the technician to decipher all of that and start making moves to get the right thing replaced. Yep. Um, so getting back to this, uh, the seven, three guy, and this was the, the hardest part that I had to swallow about this at the very end. And we'll loop back to it, but it was a dealership. It was, yeah. It was a fucking dealership. Yeah. And this is where yeah, things get yeah, really. Working, but working on a on a a Huey truck at a Ford dealership, like they technology I have to for imagine, them has been long gone for them. Yeah, and yeah you, but and I have to imagine there's somebody there that's got to have a little bit of knowledge. There's probably one guy, and right. he and he probably works part time. Or <laughs> or the service riders at least know. Yes, we're a Ford dealership. That's an older Ford. We don't have someone here that works on those. Right. They should at least know that. 
They should, but just, they won't. But they, but they don't. Yeah, and <laughs> they so, don't, and they won't. <laughs> so as as Corey's talking to him, I'm messaging him because uh, we're in separate rooms. So yeah, what did he say? What like what was his? So we actually, uh, so we were trying to get a lot of the, uh, you know, ICP IPR, uh, you know, all all the data. You know, how how'd you determine? You know, like what's what's the percentage? What you know, what you know, what are the readings? And they were just like almost baffled like the that we were asking all these questions like the service writer dude was just like he wouldn't pull like the actual tech that was working on the truck because he was pulling a dash yeah and then it was the best part we're like and i'm I'm, again i'm listening to this i'm like cool uh if he's not going to get the tech then tell tell the service writer we need these things ipr icp fuel pressure you know all this other stuff and you can hear the guy just like uh, uh, yeah. yeah didn't even look at any of that stuff well I, I, he's really busy i don't know if he's gonna get back to cool just have him get that stuff to me because if 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 he's able to determine just by plugging into the truck that the high pressure oil pump's bad then he should be able to have that data right yeah it should, he should have that you can't just uh yeah I, we even here, asked about like deadheading and the guy was like pretty right. lost well and here's another here's another red flag if you are somewhat knowledgeable or you listen to this podcast and you listen to Ben ramble on about seven, three stuff about checking all this stuff. And you ask, you ask that service writer or you ask whoever you're talking to there could be, if it's a smaller shop, you could be talking to the tech that was working on it. Mm -hmm. If at any point this technician is starting to get frustrated with you because you're asking questions, go grab your truck and take it somewhere else. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're just setting yourself up for probably going to get taken advantage of more. Because now this guy, you know, he, 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 you're, you are questioning his ability or his knowledge on whatever. Um, and, and again, if there's any sort of point where this becomes a frustration on their end, that's a, that's a red flag. Yeah. Because a, a, a tech that, know, that knows what they're doing should have zero problem. Going, yeah, I check that and it's this and it's this and everything looks good there. And, it, you know, that that's how I determine that there's there's nothing wrong with being able to like when I worked at a dealership, like the guy that I worked with when I first started there, which I'm still friends with today, he's a great dude. And our write-ups that we had to like write up for the, what, how we diagnosed, like we were always super in depth with what we wrote, oh, yeah. what we tested, because I don't want those questions coming back to me. I don't want to see the truck again for the same issue. Like, like that, that's just not something I want to... For me personally, that's like a hit on my own credibility yeah. when a, a truck Comebacks. comes back. Yeah, uh, with the same issue. So if it's a reputable shop and if they know what they're doing, they should have no problem in in telling you those things. And even so, they should be happy that you are asking that, that you have the wherewithal to to ask those particular questions on how it was diagnosed. Yeah, like and I remember writing that kind of stuff too, and because I wanted, I wanted whatever I was recommending or whatever the next move was to be such a slam dunk for the service writer. Yeah, that, that it's it was, easy for them to sell. That I can almost just start even work on it before it's approved. Yeah, because it, it's like there's no way to like, well, shit, I, I, that is the only other thing left to yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do that first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the and, and it's especially with seven three stuff too, and it's it's I've had that conversation with people on the phone before. As well, it's like, well, how are you determining, or even with other stuff too, how are you determining that this is your answer? And they always get so defensive immediately. Yeah. Because, and I get that, like, I'm just some guy over the phone. Yeah. Okay. I get that. But also, you know, 
you, it sounds like you need some help or yeah. you need maybe another, you know, if you could figure this out on your own, we wouldn't be talking. Right. Or if you had the resources or your own resource to help you with this, we wouldn't be talking. Right. You know, for all I know, you may have Googled how to do something. You pulled up one of our own fucking podcasts. Yeah. Like how to rebuild an IPR. You didn't even know what the fucking IPR was. Right. You know, for all I know, you're doing that. Yeah. Um, but when I ask, you know, how did you come to this conclusion? Well, the computer said so. The computer can't tell you that. How did you come to that conclusion? Well, the numbers just aren't there. What numbers? Tell me the numbers. Yeah. Well, it just, it won't start. I get that. What are the numbers? What's the IPR? What's the ICP? Well, what are those? If you're asking me what are those, you shouldn't be working on the truck. Now, let's find out those numbers. Yeah. I'm happy to walk you through it. Let's have 10 phone calls today. Yeah. Let's all learn something. Yeah. Like, I'm getting paid. Are you getting paid? Yeah. Well, no, not right now. You over your time. Let's get you fucking paid, yeah. bro. Like, Cause <laughs> it doesn't hurt our feelings when we get a part sent back and it gets checked and it's fine. It actually, yeah. it, it actually, um, it makes me sad because we wasted all of our time. Yeah. And, and it, you very, very well may have cost yourself and whoever's truck you were working on more money. Yep. Whereas like, think about it, if you had just taken the 10 phone calls with me for an afternoon, yeah, the guy would have been done paid for out and gone he's happy with you you're happy with me he's happy with me i'm happy with both of you everybody's happy about it. everybody's yep. happy <laughs> about it but now you said this part's junk we're sending it back i guarantee you it's bad we're gonna source one of my own that yep. i know is good and then you put it in the truck and guess what here's here's why i love and what i hope happens to people that do that you put it in the truck and you have the same issue and then that's when you start to I need to learn what's going on here. Yeah. And then that's when you realize what the real problem was. Yeah. But you're too far in and you can't say, well, turns out it wasn't the hype. Nope. Yeah. We fixed it. Their part sucks. Yeah. And you send it back and we test it. Not we, but whatever manufacturer like CNC or full force and they yeah. test and they go, this thing's perfectly fine. Yeah. An I think another red flag that just you made me think of now, some, some shops will want to use their own parts, right? Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, we spend a lot of time in vetting parts and making sure that the parts that we sell are not shit. If we have a part that turns out to be shit, we get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, it's that plain and simple. We don't want to deal with, we don't want to, we don't want the bad reviews on our website for something that was completely out of our, well, it's, it's it's not out of our control and it is out of our control because obviously we're not manufacturing the parts, but if we have a, a run of a, a bad pump or something like that, it makes us look bad because guess who you spent your money with? It's us. Mm -hmm. And guess who gets the bad reviews? Not the manufacturer. It's us for selling you the part. Yeah. And so it, again, we, if at any point where you you know buy a part from us and you bring it to a shop and they don't want to install it because they want to install your own part, you know I, I I get that with there's only one aspect of a truck that I get that with and that's with transmissions and building transmissions. Mm -hmm. um, I could understand that transmission builders are a different breed of individual. <laughs> they yeah. they they are going to use what they know works. Um, although the kits that we sell are in high performance transmissions that get sold every day that hold mm -hmm. a massive amount of horsepower. But still, you know, these guys want to use their own parts, their own brand of clutches, well, their own. That, and that's that's fine. I love it because they've With, perfected their craft over the last 15 years. Right, and this is what works for them. Yes. And I, I get that 100%. But when it comes to turbos, injectors, engine parts in general, performance parts that we sell, 
the local shop ain't going to have a better injector than what we're selling. No. It's not going to happen. They're it, not going to have a better turbo. Yeah. And I totally get that when, uh, if I was on my side of, of the shop, like, and I, you and I both having worked in shops before, um, I get why people are, I get why shops are like that. You know, for them to be able to sure. like want to cover their own ass and offer a warranty and, and like not worry about comebacks, that's fine, because it usually ends up pretty dirty in the end. And and the way that yep. that happens is, the customer goes by and go and buys a uh, eBay Wing Wong China whistle, sure, and then you know puts that on their sixty thousand dollar truck, right? And you may have installed it perfectly. Yeah, you've done a million of them before. It's totally fine. Yeah, but the quality of this you know eBay Ching Chong you know whistle yeah is, is not is, there right and it blows up and then the customer is mad at you yeah. and when then when you say the turbo failed like your turbo that you bought on ebay failed yeah it's still your fault they're I, still gonna get I, mad at you i get that but if you walk into a shop with a fleece box in your hand oh yeah they and, shouldn't have any qualms about <laughs> they, that they should not yeah. be having yeah. they should be like hell yeah brother like yeah. badass well and that's the other side of this too that well i was kind of getting out there is like if if you bring a part to a shop and they're like where'd you buy that from or maybe i have you know, diesel power products yeah. baby or you can say like maybe for some reason they've been living on the fucking rock and they don't know who fleece is yeah and they're like who the hell is fleece performance yeah. they google fleece performance you realize holy shit these guys are legit where'd you buy it from you know can we just make sure that you know all the bases are covered here like oh yeah I've had shops call in like, hey, does yeah. this thing, like, how is this? I'm like, dude, we sell these by the fucking pallet. Yeah. Like, you can be happy with this. Like, the return rate's virtually zero. Yeah. If you have an issue, um, you know, make sure he has his original receipt. I would, you know, if I were in your shoes as a shop, I would photocopy his receipt just for your own records. Yeah. You know, you never know. Like, I'm just, I'm not saying, just I'm trying to make things easier for you should something happen. And just, you know, make sure that everything's, that's a great product. You're going to be good. And they're like, oh okay yeah that's good like and where you're located oh we're in spokane oh so i'm not talking to like some indian guy like no dude my name's ben go to yeah. the website see that picture that's me dude yeah like fuck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but the uh end of the story basically of that is that he ended up pulling it out and taking it to what, what he left he the dealership yeah uh i still don't know what shop he ended up going to so. uh sir if you're listening i'd love to hear more about that and uh if you're trying to diagnose that on your own um I'd love to try and help you with it, but I can tell you right now, you're going to need either a scan tool or an edge insight because yeah. I am not going to try and backyard mechanic diagnose that. I'll, I'll do the best I can, but we're going to get about 30 minutes into a phone call. And if all the, the easy, quick backyard side of the road things don't work, you need to get some data. Yeah. And then we can go from there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. if so facto, long story short on that particular one, if you have a 7.3 or 6.0, I'm not trying to say they're super special, but they are a different breed. They're Huey injection, hydraulic electronic unit injection. They are not normal. Yeah. Well, and you know, with shops too, you know, the technicians are getting younger, you know, mm -hmm. people are, the people that are used to working on those type of trucks are getting to the point where they might be retiring or they, you know, might be moving on to something else. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's a, there's a lot of youngins out there that may, might have no idea about Huey injection yeah. <laughs> or they, you know, they, they, they know about it from like cat engines. Yeah, but you know, or they know that six O's sound cool and they're tuned. Yeah, you know, and straight <laughs> yeah, pipe, right. and that's about it. Which yeah. I get, like, and yeah. and, the, and they may know the basics as far as diagnosing, but diving into something, you know, diving into a basket cave with some something like that. Don't be afraid to like shop around for a shop, because you when you find if you have a Huey truck and you 
you'll know the shops that are good at seven threes or six O's because it'll be full of them. Yep. First off, <laughs> yeah. and it's not because they're always breaking down, but it's because there's just there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them. There's yes. more seven threes and six O's out there. Like you got to remember the whole stigmata six O's are shit. They outsold everything every fucking year they came out. Yeah. By a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um. So and they all need work. They're all getting ten, maybe twenty years old now. It's just time for them to get work done. Um. The other thing there too is if you ask a private shop point blank, like, are you guys good at working on seven threes and six O's? They should either say, hell yeah, dude, we got it. Yeah. Like do them all the time. Or if they say, well, we have a, we have a diesel guy. I got a guy. If we have a diesel guy is the only thing that they say. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. I, that red flag number four. Yeah. Is your, (laughs) is your diesel guy. Does he know seven, three and six O's? Don't just say like, oh, he's a diesel guy. He's a diesel. We have one diesel guy. Yeah, Yeah. Cause just keep in mind. I would consider myself a diesel guy. Yeah. I know seven three and six O's. Pretty good with coming stuff. You put me in front of a Duramax. Yeah. And and I'm the guy, I'm the guy that dealership on the phone. They'd be like, Do you have this data? I'd be like, nope. We're gonna find out. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, man, I, yeah. I know how to get real pressure and, and like scan shit. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. But other yeah. than that, I mean, but it, it's like there I wouldn't say no one's all three, because there are all three out there. Oh, but yeah. like yeah. there's there's those that are, they kind of have their forte sure. and you're going to be able to find that shop that does it. Yeah. Now the other red flag and story we're going to talk about with the shop is we've already touched on a little bit before, but it was, it was, it was a local shop here. And Oh, it was, uh, um, not going to name any names. Uh, well you did in the previous podcast. Oh, it was Davis diesel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you. Um, yeah, that one, that one was... I was pissed at the end of that. Like, genuinely upset. <laughs> I can't believe... What he, he got quoted $24,000, and then the guy turned around and offered him, well, like, 3500 bucks for the truck. Yeah, I think it was thirty five or 4000 Red flag like number five. If they offer to buy your truck at a severely discounted price because they quoted you so high to fix it, leave. Yeah. Leave. Call. That's the one thing that I really like about um, us here is although we're just a, a a retailer essentially, if you need advice, call us. Like you, I can't tell you how many phone calls I've taken um, that didn't result in me selling them something, but at least I got them pointed in the right direction. And guess what? That person now is going to reach out to us when they need parts because they know that we at least gave them the honest. Um, you know, the honest and best information of uh, that we could have done. Um, yeah. and, and that's, and, and that's hard to find with, with any store nowadays. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is. You know, I talk about my, my dishwasher thing mm-hmm. quite a bit. You know, I'm still battling this dishwasher issue. This place that I was finding these parts from, I, I think they're, they kind of follow suit the kind of the same way that we are. Cause I just, I, I literally called them for advice on, on, on something. And mm-hmm. they have a really good tech department that gave me information that I was able to run some tests and try to figure, figure something out that I have, I know nothing about. I know, I know nothing. I know how to hook it up to power. I know how to do mm-hmm. that, but they, they at least pointed me in some sort of a direction. And that's, that's why I like us so much because we, we don't feel bad. Like we're not going to treat you differently for just calling us for advice because we know you're going to call us back. Yeah. When you need something. It's, it's true. And that was, that was one of the, uh, like, it sounds like we're tooting our horns here, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to toot away. Toot, toot. But that was well, one of the things that well, show actually, me another shop that does that. Yeah. That was one of the things that actually 
um, kept me here in the beginning. Yeah. Because I, I came here super green. I mean, you remember that. Like, I yeah. never had a phone sales job. I never had a sales job. And uh, the fact that it was like, you know, yes, there is an urgency. You know, when the calls stack up, you need to, you know, kind of get through them. You got to get, you know, do what you got to do there. But, you know, when when you can, if you need to have a 40-minute conversation with somebody that results in maybe $0 or like a $100 sale or something like that, take the time. Yeah. Call them back. Have that conversation with them because we want that guy to feel extremely confident or gal, whatever, yeah. um, feel confident that, you know, they can call us and get the real deal. They can get the real advice. And if they place an order on the website, it's from good advice. Yeah. And believe it or not, folks, but uh, most people that maybe buy their first truck or, or you know, buy a truck or something like that, it's not their first diesel. Right. Or if it is their first diesel, it won't be their last. Right. They're going to buy multiple trucks. You yeah. buy newer and newer trucks, parts get more and more expensive. And you're dealing with more, like you're you're playing with fire, hotter and hotter fire. Who do I trust? Yeah. You trust us. I yeah. love the fact that they're, like, every so often I still get an email from, you know, a guy that I helped in 2015. Well, I got that phone call uh, from uh, Ian Haas was his name. Mm -hmm. So when I was in sales... And uh, um, there was a, a customer that we ha had. His name is Ian Haas. Ian, if you're listening, shout out, brother. Saw dude. Um, he was a, a power store. He had an excursion, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, this is back when we were selling the um, SCTs with custom tunes mm -hmm. for six liters. Well, the gearhead uh, tunes? They weren't gearhead okay. at the time. Um, there was an issue with his tuner, an issue with something that got... So I can't remember exactly what happened, but... Mm -hmm. um, I remember, I I do remember having multiple conversations trying to help this guy out. Like, and he was one of the cool guys that was like, listen, I know it's not you. And I know you're doing everything in your power to like get this taken care of. Mm -hmm. Like to the point where I was helping out with other parts to replace what he had, had failed with whatever reason it was. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't, I got out of sales, right? He literally called me up. Uh, this is like two weeks ago. Left a message on my phone. Um, I called him back and he's like, dude, I'm so glad you still work there. He's like, I, he's like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not even trying to buy any parts from you right now. Uh, if you, he's like, if you guys, if you, he was in a more, uh, you know, we, how we get return parts. He was like, if mm -hmm. you get any like return parts for like a, a six liter excursion, just like, just shoot me a call and I'll, I'll buy them from you. I'm like, right on, man. He's like, and I, I just wanted to thank you for all your help you gave me on my last truck. Mm -hmm. And it, this was like years ago. That's the kind of, that's just how we operate here. Mm -hmm. And I, again, we're, yeah, we are to tooting our own horn because again, I challenge you to find another store that has that sort of mentality with every one of their employees. Like it, it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I just, that's a good shop to buy from. Yeah. Is what I'm getting, you know, getting at. That's not a red flag. That's that is, a, that is not a red flag. That's a green flag. Green flag. Green yeah. flag. It's <laughs> a green Second flag. flag. <laughs> you won the race. Yeah. You won. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the red flag with the shop shit, that would, man. And it, I'm not going to lie. Well, it seems to bring, happen a lot of stuff. Well, should I bring up that whole stuff. issue? So the, the guy, the guy, um, again, I'm not going to name names. He went to Davis Diesel and he. <laughs> Subtle, he, like a freight train. He he went to uh, for some sort of uh, I can't remember the exact issue. Anyways, they quoted him like twenty four thousand dollars replaces basically his uh, his DPF, his DOC, his EGR, 
um, EGR cooler, EGR valve, uh, injectors, and a turbo. Yeah. Like everything failed. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> what caused that? A massive failure here. Yeah. Um, it wasn't with a quote of $24,000. After I got the message, I put a, a group of parts together. Keep in mind, this is a third gen 6.7, if I recall correctly. Third gen 6.7. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the exact year. I remember being um, an early emissions truck. It was. Yeah. After quoting them out, all the parts that they had quoted them out, I was in parts less than 8,000 bucks. And so they were charging like $15,000 in labor. I don't freaking think so, man. That's straight up taking advantage of someone. Mm -hmm. And then to turn around and offer to buy the truck from them is like the biggest slap in the face and the big, you know what I mean? Like what that, that to me is so rude. You don't offer to buy someone's truck. If they offer to sell you their truck, that's a different story. Yeah. But for the shop, be like, listen, this is a big, this is a big ass bill. Um, you know, I take that truck off your hands for 3,500 bucks. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Like that, that's just wrong. That's just, that, that's just, that's just wrong because then you got to think, okay, maybe they're inflating the price on this repair because maybe there's someone there that's looking for a truck like this. And maybe, you know, I take good care of my truck. It's a clean truck. It just needs some parts, you know, and they're thinking, oh, I can get, we can get a good deal on this truck, guys. Like, let's, yeah. let's. Uh, it needs a sensor. Yeah, it, it, that shit, that shit does not fly with me. Like, that is not cool. No. And and that you know, I joke about not naming names and that kind of thing. That's why I name that name because it that that is that is so far in the wrong. Like that should not even, again, it's a different story if the customer was like, oh man, that's a big bill. I was like, hey, you guys looking for, you guys just want to buy the truck for me? Like, what would you offer me for the truck? That's a yeah. different story altogether. The shop should never offer you to offer to buy the truck from you because of the repair bill. If I couldn't look my wife in the face if I was on that side of the deal, like on, on the shop side of that deal. Like, it's disgusting I, to me. It's, 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 that's. I mean, who knows? Maybe this guy loves his truck. Yeah. He, what if he takes really good care of it and is just like, man, I just have this issue and didn't realize it was like literally every system in the truck. <laughs> like, how is that? How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. All I think of right there is, was that uh, Cat Williams? Yeah. How'd you fuck up everything? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, seriously. Not one thing, I mean, not two things, but everything. <laughs> like, that to, that to me is just so out of... Um, like that, that—that's just so wrong. It just, yeah. it just makes my blood boil. That you know, if that ever happened to me, I would, I would, I'd be hard pressed not to punch the guy in the face. Yeah, and you go now. You're gonna fix it for free, little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> how about, how about now? <laughs> I, I would. I like to think I, I typically keep a, a pretty cool head and certain things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I feel like I that would be like. Are you serious? I'd be like, I'm not paying you for diagnosing. Like, are but my you... truck, if you took anything off of my truck, put it back together, I'm coming to pick it up or I'm having a tow company come pick it up and I'm bringing it to another shop. Yeah. Like that's it. I'm not, and I'm not paying you. That That is so disrespectful that you would do that. Done. Yeah. That was just downright fucking disgusting. Yeah. I don't know how you operate with And then you shoot like them that. up to Deer Park Diesel because they... Because uh, <laughs> they actually do real work. <laughs> they actually do real work. <laughs> yeah. and the boys up there, get it done. Yeah. And uh, shout out to them. Here's a, here's a good green flag for a shop. 
I don't recall what the system is called, um, but they they have a, it's like finally a shop in the 21st century. I know there's probably shops in like, you know, California, high probably areas that do that and whatnot. And especially now that cameras on phones and applications have become, you know, the last five, three, four, five years, a lot easier to make and do yeah. and facilitate. Um, but they, they use a shop service that allows them to send, uh, you know, through an app or text updates, pictures, recommendations, get approvals. And yeah. not only do I love the fact, cause I, I, I got out of in the, you know, working on, on vehicles. I think the, the f- camera phone I had was like two megapixel. Yeah. You ain't doing shit with that. <laughs> right. like, you take That's a picture. A potato phone. <laughs> yeah. It is a flip phone, potato phone, man. And, uh, I take that back. No, it was a BlackBerry. Oh, oh, old BlackBerry. Still potato. Yeah. But still still potato. potato. No flip. Yeah. Still potato. <laughs> Solid flat potato. Yeah. Potato, potato. And uh, even then, I had there were technicians I was working with that had digital cameras to cover their own asses, and they kept their own files because the the dealership this is mostly when I was working at Toyota. Um, the oh. dealership didn't have the ability to save their own pictures, so they would take these pictures and save them on their their company laptop uh, because each each technician once you hit a certain level you got your own laptop and is it sunnyville toyota and they would save all their files on there so that when someone came back and said you said you did this or this isn't good anymore blah 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 like nope here's a picture here's the timestamp. here's what it is speaking of like blackberries Mm -hmm. this was before both of your guys's time here this was like this is like the thing back in the day have you ever heard of the banks pda Yes, with the Dude, stylus. Look at the screen yeah. that Banks used to have. That thing's tight. <laughs> I know. It still looks cool. <laughs> they had a, like, what do they call it? The Power PDA. I remember Tungsten. seeing that on a, yeah. like, Power power uh, power Block. Yeah, dude, it was literally a... It had a little stylus? Yeah. yeah. It had a little stylus, dude. Oh, man. That was high-tech shit. That was high-tech shit back like, then. I'm literally beep-bop-booping with it, like, <laughs> yeah. in, on my truck. On my truck, amazing. yeah. Yeah, six gun with power PDA. That's badass. It's kind of cool. You bring that back. Bring it back. <laughs> bring yeah. back the PDA banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the fact that they're able to use that and document that kind of stuff and explain things to people with pictures and or videos through their phone, it gets them updates faster. It gets the customer in the know. It gets things approved even faster. There's no phone calls. There's no descriptions. There's no, let me talk to my dad. They can literally take the picture, forward it to your dad, forward it to your husband, whatever. Everybody gets on the same page. And I, I hate to sound misogynistic. They're like, it's always a woman taking a car and to get fixed. But it always, being a service rider, especially the first time I was a service rider, it was in uh, San Diego to Pet Boys. And uh, no, sorry, that was, that was the second shop I was a service rider at. Right next to San Diego State. Can't tell you how many dads I talked to on the phone. Yeah. So many freaking times. Yeah. Um, but just, it, it's a nature of the beast. You know, it, it's part of running a shop. And the fact that they, I want to say it's called Service Monkey. Is that right? I could be totally, ble- Bergy or anybody at Deer Park, if you're listening, chime in, you know, on the comments or something like that, or let, let people know and we'll announce on the next episode or something like that. But I know that you guys are doing something really cool up there. And, and it's, uh, that was, I was already a fan of you guys and that sealed the deal. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure they're the only shop in Spokane actually using that right now. He's a diesel shop that knows what the fuck they're doing. You need to go to them. Yeah. The fact 100%. that they are like, have the wherewithal to have that speaks volumes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So I think it's going to wrap up this red flag episode. Yeah. Hopefully this was a green flag for you guys. And if, yeah. this, is, if this is your first time listening, just know that we do, we, we talk about a lot of random stuff on this, on this show. Don't put up the white flag. 
Look for the green flags and avoid the red ones. <laughs> That's a sports center finish there, folks. Yeah. Damn, Tyler. <laughs> Trademark. That's pretty good. You know, white Don't flag. Don't be dumb. Surrender. Don't surrender. Be smart. Yeah. <laughs> Being dumb is dumb. Being smart is smart. We're going to leave you with that. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.